Hi, welcome to Terry Beckert's GovCon podcast, where we talk about current topics of interest to government contractors. My name is Susan Moser. I'm a partner in the firm's government contract industry group. And today we are going to be talking about NIST 800-171. Joining me today is my partner, Neil Bagan, who is in our risk advisory practice. So let me just start off by asking Neil, Neil, what is NIST 800-171? Well, thanks for having me, Susan. Appreciate it. Um, Essentially, NIST 800-171 really came to the forefront as a result of uh, the Defense Federal Acquisition Regulation, commonly known as 7012, which was entitled Safeguarding Covered Defense Information, otherwise known as CDI, and Cyber Incident Reporting. And essentially what this DFARS did was it required contractors to do the following, which was provide quote-unquote adequate security for all CDI on all covered contractor information systems, and also quote-unquote rapidly report all cyber incidents to the DOD within 72 hours of discovery. So one thing we know about government contracting is it's full of acronyms. So you mentioned one of those, CDI. So what exactly is CDI? Great question. So essentially CDI is unclassified information provided to a government contractor on behalf of the DOD in performance of a contract. So if you think about performance of a contract, this can be information that's collected, developed, received, uh, transmitted, used, or stored. Uh, by or on behalf of the contractor to support the performance of the actual contract itself. Okay. And so, Neil, who does this DFARS and ultimately NIST 800-171 apply to? Great question. So, as you heard me mention DOD several times, um, DFARS obviously related directly to um, contractors dealing with DOD data. So this would be DODs that are primes, uh, prime contractors as well as subcontractors. This is absolutely a, a you know a, a flow down clause, uh, so something to keep in mind. Um, however, it's widely thought that this will ultimately expand to other contractors outside of the DOD realm. So something um, that could potentially pop up in a future FAR clause. So right now it is specific to DOD contracts, right. but you think it's likely that it will be incorporated into um, civilian agency contracts. That's correct. That's what the thought is. Okay. And so when do companies have to be compliant? So that's interesting. So when DFARS was originally issued, um, the original deadline was December 31st, 2017, which is obviously come and gone. Um, however, this is still you know completely valid in terms of DOD contractors needing to comply and you know, we're seeing these requirements as a result of uh, current uh, RFPs, requests for proposals that are asking for anybody bidding to be compliant with NIST 800-171. We're seeing uh, active mod to contracts wherein uh, the government is asking to demonstrate compliance with NIST 800-171. And then obviously because it is a complete flowdown, we're seeing requests come from prime con- contractors to all of their subs. Um, and then also, obviously, if there is a government contractor that is new to the DOD space, they obviously would need to be compliant as well. Uh, so, Neil, if a company is has a new DOD contract or is looking at one and hasn't previously been uh, subject to this, what's the first thing they should do if they see this in a contract that they're looking at? They want to make sure that it, it does, in fact, imply to their contract, which is fairly easily easy to do. Uh, if it does, reaching out to organizations that can help uh, ensure compliance. Uh, we offer services around readiness assessment and so forth for DOD uh, NIST 800-171 compliance, really getting a handle on what uh, your environment entails and how it stacks up against NIST 800-171. 
one of the things uh, that it did develop uh, as a result of that DFARS and, and ultimately NIST 800-171 is essentially 110 controls across 14 uh, domains, if you will. So really seeing how your environment stacks up against those and then uh, developing the required documentation to demonstrate compliance is really what needs to happen. So that sounds like a lot of things that you have to comply with. It is, and it can be a little bit daunting for, for folks that have never gone through uh, any really areas of compliance. Um, but in terms of reaching out to other organizations that can help if you don't have the internal resources to do so uh, is paramount just to make sure that, that all your ducks are in a row. Um, again, being that this is for, for DOD, on, DOD contractors only, it is one way to look at it. However, we have a lot of non-DOD government contractors that are looking at this because really as an overall uh, general best practice, um, really to bolster your overall security posture and provide some comfort not only to your government clients and fellow contract, uh, but also fellow contractors who you may be engaging with. Okay, great. All right, well, great. Well, thanks for uh, sharing a little bit about NIST 800-171. Thanks, thanks for joining us. Thank you.